Welcome back, grappling fans. It's Tuesday, so you know what that means. It's time for Who's Number One. Chase from Flow Grappling here with my co-host, Michael Sears. Joining us today, we have none other than Tommy Langacker calling all the way in from Norway. Thanks for that, Tommy. Also, our regular host, Bear from Show You Roll and Ricardo Amendolia. Good morning, everybody. How are we living? What's whoa, going whoa, on? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold the phone. You, you introduced Bear before me? Come on, come on, son. Let's get the order right here. I mean, Don't ever do that again, Jay Smith. <laughs> I'm going to kick it over to Tommy. What, what time is it in Norway right now, Tommy? What do you got going on over there? Uh, like five, oh, four, four, four forty something. Thanks for yeah. uh, making time for us this morning. I wish we had a little more warning that we're going to play that uh, Mikey Erberth clip. I, I'm too hyped up now. I wasn't ready for that. I got to prepare myself emotionally for it. For that, but uh, we're all very excited to have our next Who's Number One show. Michael, tell me a little bit about the event and where people can uh, get tickets and stuff like that. Uh, well, the event, flowgrapplingticks.com, T-I-X.com. Uh, it's going to be all- March 28th in Austin, Mikey versus Herberth for their black belt fight. Some good stuff. Roberto's on there, Mateus Denise, Hibamar, Nacieli, Anna Carolina. Going to be some good matches. Also, there's a big fight to win this weekend, fight to win 138. It's got six good matches. Talk about that a little bit later, but you can get those tickets at Fight to Win Ticks, F2WTIX.com. So, upcoming, we got Fight to Win, we got Pins, we got Who's Number One, a lot of stuff going on this month. Uh, what about Bear? We haven't heard from you yet today, Bear. What, what, anything new with you this week? What's going on? And, you know, just finding airports, avoiding the coronavirus, and not making it really <laughs> the coronavirus. It's just the common cold. So, Jiu-Jitsu can't stop. We've got to keep on going. Jiu-Jitsu will solve the coronavirus. The I'm not truth. scared about it. That's about it. Are you gonna make a? Are you gonna capitalize and make sure you roll face masks? Oh, those would be those would be hot. But we're gonna wait for every other company to do it, and then be the wrong be the wrong thing to do, and it not really work. So. <laughs> well, uh, we just we talked. Just chilling, really getting excited for Pan Ams, you know. So just yeah, yeah. Really for Pan Ams. Man, Pan Ams is crazy. We're gonna get to that later. The brackets are filling out. There's a, there's a lot of names in there now, so we'll get to that later. Uh, first off, let's get. Fight to win is this is this Friday. Let's discuss that a little bit, and then I want after that I want to hear Tommy's opinion on Mikey versus Herbert for sure, and then we'll spend a whole bunch of time on pants. But okay, fight to win is is really stacked this week. You Absolutely, got, we got uh, Mateus Gabriel versus Johnny Grippo in the main event. There, yeah. that is a, a fire featherweight match. Um, Mateus has a win over Johnny. It's a close win though. Actually, I think only by two points. Looking forward to those guys going head to head. How do you see that one playing out, Mike? I think. Uh, I mean. Mateus got to be a heavy favorite in any rules right now over Gianni. I think especially in these rules, submission-only rules. I mean, Mateus is a guy that gets after submissions. Fight to win, it doesn't matter if you sweep somebody. If you go for an arm lock or something, it counts more. So, I mean, if you're betting money, you'd have to be crazy not to bet on Mateus Gabriel right now. But uh, Lovato in a gi match is exciting versus Trator. I mean, a lot of fans might not know Trator, but dude beat Kynan at uh, uh, Brasileiro this last year. He got... Uh, t- uh, Yago D'Souza versus Jaime Canudo, another good one. One of Bears guys, Jaime. Uh, Wagner Hosha versus Mike Perez. Ethan Carlston versus Gio. Oliver Taza versus Servio Tulio. So what do you think? Uh, let's kick it around, Ricardo. What do you think about Mateus versus Gianni? What do you think about that matchup? I think it's a great match. Uh, if I'm going to make a bet, and I will call my favorite to win, Bears, so you keep quiet over there. Uh, I think that in the fight to win format i think this uh favors mateus because like mateus attacks a lot more especially from guard he's a lot more of a submission hunter johnny's a little more tactical and i think you know his game is more about you know getting to the back and trying to submit but 
I could see I could see Mateos pulling first, pulling aggressive, and kind of coming out with guns blazing. So I think that Mateos could possibly get that win for sure. What city is Mateus from, Ricardo? Is he, is he in Huntington Beach right now, or is Manaus, he uh, another Manaus guy representing? He's representing <laughs> Estadual Amazonas. Yeah, he's one of them. He's a Manuara. He's uh, you know, he's a uh, you know teammate of uh, Bear over there. Check Matt represent, and uh, yeah, he's a stud, man. He's a stud. No, everyone knows about Mateus Gabriel. How about uh, Bear? What do you think? I mean, Gianni sort of. Uh, hasn't had the best results as late. He went down really early at Euros to Gabriel Souza. Do you think Gianni can pull this one off against uh, Mateus right now? I think uh, I think Ricardo's right on. I think uh, Mateus's style for this fight to win, he totally favors it. But it favors him. But I mean, really, what are they going to probably do? They're probably going to both dive into fifty-fifty, both go for the fake footlock, kind of get the submission points, and then after with time, someone will probably try and dive to something else. I mean, that's how I picture the fight going and hopefully it's not that way and it's more exciting and people just like go for stuff but I think uh, I do think Mateus has the edge just because he likes to hunt for a lot more stuff in this rule set so Tommy how about you I mean uh you're a Baron Bolo guy you're a back take guy which is something that uh Gianni sort of based his, his career on what do you think Gianni's path to victory would be here against Mateus Gabriel I don't know really like uh, they're both pretty smart competitors and like they're said like it's probably going to be like double pull 50-50 but it, fight to win, is it points or is it just No points, submission only. Yeah, it's just like, it's like, it goes off of like submission attempts. And if that doesn't happen, it's like basically who dominated position, who controlled it, basically. Well, all right. I, think, I don't think you're going to see the 50-50 too much since like, they're not going to favor that kind of uh, like fake submissions, you know, like when it's just double pull and they're just yanking it a little bit. I don't think that's going to go uh, do too much. So I think we're going to see... Uh, um, Gianni going on top and like trying to pass, but who knows? You know, it's uh, it's going to be a good fight and see. It's going to be very technical for sure. Tommy, so, you've uh, done your fair yeah, share of uh, submission only events. You've been on Polaris a few times, and also, of course, you know mm-hmm. your standout in the points scene. Uh, do you like doing submission only matches, or do you have a, a preference, or does it not really matter to you? It doesn't really matter, but it's like it's a different type of mindset when you go into a fight. It's uh, so, like, when you're doing the tournaments, you know you're going to have, like, five, six fights. So, you have to be much more technical in your jiu-jitsu. And, like, you can't... Of course, you can shoot out and just go crazy. But uh, in the long run, it's not going to go into your favor. Like, because yeah, you're fighting all these high-level guys that are smart with the points and know it pretty well. So, uh, and when you go into submission only, it's like you know your opponent and who you're going to fight. So, and it's just 20 minutes and you can go go hard for 20 minutes no problem and uh and since there's no points you don't have to uh be be too cautious you can play on top and drop down and start attacking from new angles you don't have to be on top and stay on top and not give up the two points so i think that changes the whole dynamic of the fight sequence when it's uh, when it comes to um, when it comes to fighting because like uh, a lot of times you see um guard players coming on top and they're like really good at holding and then, then you don't see anymore because they don't want to draw their positions. They just want to be st- uh, staying steady. And but in submission, like uh, like I like to do, is like get on top and like create new angles, dropping down, and like don't give a shit about the points. It's just like getting those positions and controlling the fight, you know. And uh, yeah, so the difference, the difference is for me, is just the mentality of uh, and yeah, the mentality of it and uh, the training and all that is the same. 
Very cool. Um, moving along then on that card, I guess we should definitely touch a little bit more on, on Lovato. Yeah, that's a big one, man. Lovato coming or, back sorry, to get a Trator, yeah. Dude, Lovato coming back to get a gi match. That's interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, Trator, I mean, I, I was going to say casual fans, but I don't know if there's such a thing as jujitsu casual fans. But uh, <laughs> a lot of people might not know about it, but this guy's a monster. He used to always beat Virginia at uh, the color belts. He beat Kynan at the Brasileiro last year. Made it to the world semifinals before uh, headbutting headbutting Landerlo for some reason. Uh, he he could. This is a tough test for Lovato coming back, but I feel like Lovato's like a foot taller than him. Yeah, so, we, I mean, we talked a little bit about this. We did a little preview yeah. yesterday, and it is two of the most uh, uh, I, I don't know like contrasting body types you could imagine in a match. I think submission only rules. I don't. Tortor doesn't sub a lot of people. It's true. He's Lovato, a very conservative Lovato's guard competitor. is also, you know, one yeah. of his best weapons, and Trator has to be on top, you would imagine. Yeah. Uh, but that plays right into Lovato's one of his A games. So. All right, let's kick it around. Ricardo, what are you thinking about this Rafael Lovato versus uh, Vinicius Ferreira? So is that matching the gi or is it no gi? It's a gi, gi match. Yeah, I, man, Lovato's the man. You know, he's done every single thing there is, won MMA world championships, world championships in the gi. Um, you know, he's done it all. Um, the only thing is, you know, taking a little time off of competing in the gi at the highest level, it's tough, you know. So I think Trator has been consistent this year. He's really, um, you know, he's had a lot of good fights and he keeps getting better and better. Also, the fact that he's a little shorter, he's more of like that Marcelo Garcia style, like wrestler going for the single legs to get to the back kind of thing. Uh, Lovato's a little more stand up with the judo. So I kind of, I could see it playing out like that either. You know, Trator getting him down, maybe Lovato pulling, and uh, I think I think Trator is just going to keep attacking. I, I could see Lovato maybe catching a submission attempt, but I feel like just being away from the gi that long and competing at that long, I think it's Trator's to win. Uh, but it's going to be exciting, man. Lovato is man, he's best in the world, and I, I'm just happy that he's you know back to competing and grappling. Unfortunately, he had to take a step away from his MMA career, but. You know, a uh, blessing in disguise for all of us jiu-jitsu fans and happy to see him competing again. Bear, how you, how you see this one shaking out? Lovato and Trattor. Fight to win rules, right? Fight to win rules, yeah. All of them fight to win rules. Lovato for sure. I think 100% Lovato. I think Trattor and IBJJF rules, he can uh -huh. play the system, he can play safe and just kind of stall on top and impose, like, his strategy on people and he can beat like, some of the best in the world. But I think in fight to win rule set with Lovato just throwing a bunch of like different types of submissions, even if he gets dominated and gets swept or whatever. Like, I think Lovato like no brainer. He's just too too smart with it. So, and he's been doing MMA. So, all right, Tommy, uh, what are you thinking about this one? Are you, are you uh, agreeing with everybody else that this is uh, Lovato under this rule set? Yeah, Lovato's taking it. Like, I think he's just going to use his frame since he's so much bigger. Like, I think he's just going to use his frame over him and start pressure passing him, getting through and like. Getting a submission from there. I call him the submission for sure. You're calling, calling a submission? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, that'd be a, that'd be an impressive uh, return. Trator's a tough guy to sub. He, he's, he doesn't do much. I mean, he's very conservative, takes his time, doesn't really open up. So, yeah, for Vado subs him coming back, that'd be huge. But, I mean, he's a black belt world champ. All right. Hold on, Tommy. I want I want to ask real quick because it's it's a bit related to you. Uh, uh, how well do you know Lovato's story? Like it kind of reminds me of you guys. You know, he started very very early in the U.S. in, in Oklahoma where there wasn't much jujitsu. They would travel, you know, two or three hours by car to Texas to train, and then go back in their garage and he work with his dad. D did you uh, get inspired by his story at all coming up? Like knowing that this this 
kid, this American kid with really very little access, was able to become one of the greatest of all time? Or did you find out about that later and just relate to it then? Yeah, I found about it later. Like um, I had, like when I was when I started jujitsu, I was just doing it for myself. You know, like I just like to train, and that's what I like to do. And uh, and all of a sudden, it was jujitsu, and then from there, it just escalated on. And uh, then I found out as I. Uh, as, as as it progressed, like, uh, and uh, then I found out about Lovato and like uh, heard stories like how he people used to train and yeah, but uh, so I can really reflect to that, but I didn't really know too much about it when I in my upcoming. Got it. All right. So uh, before we move on to who's number one, uh, other matches uh, we don't need to break these down in depth. But we got Jaime Canuto versus Yago. We got uh, Perez versus Wagner, which is an interesting one. Uh, Carlin Geo is another interesting one. I mean, I, I think we should shout out Fight to Win as well. Actually, before we move on from Fight to Win, did anybody watch that Roberto versus Hulk match over the weekend? Oh, man, so good. Dude, that yeah. match was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love Roberto's attitude, dude. Oh, he just goes after yeah. that, you know? Yeah. But it they, felt like he stopped when he had the back, like when he was – because it all went south uh, when he lost the back control from the hip. Yeah. Like he was trying to take the back, and then Hulk just like – for some reason, it looked like uh, Jimenez uh, just stopped a little bit. And that's when Hulk just capitalized on the whole thing and just blitzed him. Mm. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I got a, I I got a breakdown of the match coming out. Uh, you know, it should be up in the Ooh. next day or two. But this was an exciting match. Like, it was super technical, had everything. Yeah. Guard passing, submission attempts, takedowns, guard pulling, guard pull interception, a phrase that I'm coining in this uh, jiu-jitsu world. But, you know, it was a great match. And... Like you said, kind of the beginning of the end was when Roberto tried to take the back of Hulk. Um, Hulk shrugged off the hook on this side, then underhook Roberto, slammed him down, got to the side, and the rest is history. Awesome match. I'm 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 glad that like it lived up to the the hype that we thought, you know, and how good it was that we thought it was going to be. So it was it was yeah, cool. Yeah. It was it's a lot of re- it was very reminiscent when the last time I rolled with Bear. So yeah, it was nice to see that. It was nice to see that. That was like how, how, how that's like what the goal is when you make a submission only match, right? Like those guys were just going and selling out the entire yeah. time. It's like like uh at first I thought Roberto was going to be done from the north south choke after a hook pass. Then he had Roberto yep. had the loop choke that looked tight and then Roberto was going to get on the back and then Hulk just I don't know just Hulk smash just yeah, ragdolled him to the to, to the mat. <laughs> and Roberto Roberto watched the match again. Roberto set up this really slick arm bar. Um, he fed the collar behind. He got double underhooks, fed the collar behind Hulk's back, hip up behind Hulk's uh, shoulder, and then shot the arm over the head. It was just a little shallow, but it, it was a slick setup. Uh, you know, got to check that out. That'll be on the breakdown as well. So uh, take a look when it comes out, guys. Bear, uh, I want to get your opinion on something. One of your guys, uh, part of your stable of fighters, Jaime Canudo, is on this fight to win. What do you think about Jaime versus Iago? Iago is ver- another guy who's really high level but sort of unknown to a lot of fans. I think Jaime gets the the better of it. Yeah, of course I'm biased because Jaime's on the crew, but um, but Yago's I, he, I don't think he's ever just made that. He's never made that jump at black belt. You know, he's always been tough and he could beat like a lot of tough guys. But I think um, I think Jaime's really crafty. His close guard's really good, um, and he's really smart. You know, so that's what that's what I think. Yeah, uh, Jaime, man, he looked like a killer in his last fight to win match against Edwin. Man, he he was passing Edwin left and right with those uh, Torianos. Ricardo did a breakdown on that. But all right, you guys ready to move on to uh, who's number one? Let's do it. So, Tommy, first off, I want to hear your opinion because uh, you fought Herbert before. Obviously, it was probably your first uh, big-name win at Euros. 
What did you think when you heard that Mikey's going to be fighting Herberth in this match? I immediately thought, like, Herberth's going to get angry, for sure. <laughs> it's going to be, uh, like, it's going to be a good fight, but I don't see Herbert passing the guard. He gets frustrated fast, and, yeah, like, uh, he passes so loose, like, uh, Mikey's just going to recover easily with his feet and try to capitalize on it. What what a path to victory for Herberth could you see? Yeah. I mean, um, it's crazy that, that Mikey seems to be the overwhelming favorite, but that's kind of how we picked it last week. And uh, it seems like Mikey might pose more problems to Herberth than vice versa. But I'm curious what you think now that you've, you've had some tough match or a tough match with Herberth and you've seen him. What 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 could Herberth do to, to win this match? I think it's going to be like the 50-50 knee bar threat. Like when he gets into there, because then he's gonna be tight. I don't, I don't see like uh, Herbert creating like any good positionings on him, since he's so like. Um, I don't think he, he has to get tight to Mikey to be able to like pass like over under and uh, double unders and all that. But I don't think I don't think uh, Herbert's gonna do that. And Mikey's gonna be he's so flexible with his feet, like he's gonna recover fast, getting the feet in front and like uh, framing very good. And I think it's just going to be waiting, waiting it out a little bit, making him, make him tired and just capitalize on attacking there. Tommy, if you could give him, like if you could coach Mikey right now and give him 30 seconds of your time and advice how to beat Herberth, let's hear it. Give, give him some advice here. Let's tell him the game plan to victory, just like just the kind of like what Matrixing. Chase said there. Tell him exactly what to do. It's all about the Matrix <laughs> guard Matrixing. there. Yeah, yeah, just matrixing. That's all we got to do. Standing too tall, grab his ass, pull it down, just take it back, choke him out. You're going to lead to victory. <laughs> Simple and easy. The best. Oh, the best. Yeah. yeah. But, like, but uh, like uh, I think Herbert, no, he's just going to stay, he has to stay composed and, like, uh, not do anything rash because Herbert's so ex- explosive and he's much bigger than him. So, like, his leg drags can be be dangerous like he can lift his hip up and like make him turn over and all that stuff so like he has to be consistent with his grip and like always make sure to frame and then just tire him out how long is the fight like 10 10, ten minutes 10 minutes all right so he he just has to make uh, herbert work as long as much as he can recover and then like i said just uh, start attacking as the fight goes on stay composed in the beginning and then just uh yeah do his thing mikey's mikey so you uh, you dropped in our comments uh, recently saying that Mikey should have matrixed uh, Ali when he went for yeah. the Omoplata, right? So you you think the the oh, matrix sure. the matrix is the move in these absolute matches against the, the bigger opponent? Man, if if Mikey would if Mikey did the matrix there, he would have taken his back. It was like there was no other way to go. Like there was no, he had no chance of getting the Omoplata. He had no like if if he would release, he would just there was no chance of the triangle uh, as well. He could. The only possibility was what he did, and that was release. And then he ended up in the guard. Why not uh, try to advance from that position? When you, as he falls down, you should just hook the pants and immediately just toss the leg around and create a scramble so he can get into crab right position. Or, or if he stands tall, then it's easy to just baby bolo and just take his back. Yeah. Do you think? Uh, you think Mikey can pull off a bolo <laughs> against Herberth? Yeah, for sure. Mike's like, all about uh, it. Polo jail. Yeah, I, I, th- I, th- I think I think he can. I think he can. It, but it depends on what Herbert wants, you know. Like because he's so big, like he can just pop out the leg, so he can stay defensive if he wants. But if he's if he's willing to go into that kind of game, 
Like when I fought him, uh, I was in the uh, in the middle of a crab ride because he initiated it. But I was trying a few times, uh, and it was hard because he's always like trying to get away, and he's big and strong. So then it's uh, making it a little bit harder. So, but he initiated himself and by rolling, and then he could go into the crab ride. What were you, uh, when you fought Herberth? You were uh, you had just gotten your black belt. Uh, he was a returning black belt world champ at super heavy. What was going through your mind when you're going to fight Herbert in the absolute at Euros there? I don't know, man. Like, uh, just fuck him up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> like I was all pumped up because, uh, like my dad was there and like, uh, we were like a big crew and, uh, it was my first like real Europeans, you know, it was my first black belt, uh, Europeans. So I was really hyped. And I had some competitions a little bit before that in Sweden. Uh, so, uh, like, I was getting, I won those, and I was pumped up, feeling ready. And uh, when I just signed up for the Absolute, it's just, I don't know. It's just, you fight, and you don't want to, you fight not to lose, and you fight to win. So, you do every everything in your power, not just to crush the guy in front of you. So, like, that's the mentality of every fight, basically. And like, yeah, I don't care who it is in front of there. It's just, just crush him. Simple and easy. <laughs> Were you surprised a little bit when you got the triangle on him? When you when you locked it up and then he tapped and everything? Like, what was that? A, what kind of rush went it, through you there? It, like the tap was kind of surprised, like how fast it came. But uh, I like I know how tight. Like when I shoot the triangle and I get it that and I get it there, it's over. Like I know, like I'm gonna submit the guy from there. And uh, but. The only thing that I was surprised it was in the beginning, uh, like how how uh, like he was breaking my grips and staying tall, you know, and like he was strong and like very uh, very trying to be dominant. But as the fight went on, he tired out and like he was letting me get into positions, and then it just went on, and I got the best of every position in there was. Barry, you got anything to add? You got any questions for Tommy about Mikey versus Herbert? No, I think he hit right on it. To be honest, I think, uh, man, we need to get this guy on here all the time. Tommy knows his shit. He's like, he's like totally on it. He sounds like he sounds like me versus what Ricardo says. You know what I mean? Like it's like night and day. But uh, but uh, no, I think he said right on. Like man, like my, Mikey, Mikey gets to the spot and like like we were talking like Herbert, like his like once he gets into that knee bar set or you know he just starts to like really try and exploit the exploit the knee and the and the foot from 50 50 or whatever tangle i mean really that's the only thing that i can truly see like a big exposure point you know from trying to get to the Bromboldo. but other than that like and herbos being super duper explosive and just like flipping mikey like three times in the air you know like i think i think i think mikey has a has a good shot so yeah, Herbert's got he's got a few things he does. Uh, he's got this thing that he does that it seems like it shouldn't even work, where he just jumps to the mount on people. But he's done it on really good good guys. But I don't. That's not going to happen on Mikey. Uh, no, no, the no. thing with the fifty fifty, like a knee bar, Mikey's legs are so short that I wonder if that's going to mess that up for Herbert. Because like I talked with Mikey after Euros, and he was like, "Man, I had to readjust my jujitsu entirely for big people." I feel like Herbert's going to have to going to be shocked by that a little bit too. He's not used to fighting people with legs half the size of his, like Mikey, like. How's he even going to keep Mikey in fifty fifty? I don't know, but uh, even the speed too. He's going to have to adjust to to Mikey's rhythm. You know, it's it's different pace that a guy like Mikey can bring to the table as opposed to like you know Nalati against Herbert. So that's going to be interesting to see. You know, yeah, yeah. Mikey does. He he plays a pretty similar game to you, huh, Tommy? Because he plays a lot of collar sleeve as well, like you guys do. Yeah, yeah. Collar sleeve. Yeah, he, he has. Uh, I've taken taken some stuff from him. Uh, like uh, he his guard is 
tremendous. Like it's uh, it's really good. And how the way me and him we regain the same way. Like uh, the most and the way he plays uh, plays his guard. Like always keeping his knees to the chest and always keeping the frame is uh, is really good. And uh, that's why Herbert's never going to pass because like his le- like you said his legs are short and like he's going to regain fast, take shorter time. Herbert has to do the over under if he's going to pass. Tommy. 100%. Tommy, I got a question. Did you guys ever train like back in when you were training at Costa Mesa a few years back? Did you ever get to train with Mikey at all? No, 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 no. He didn't want to train with uh, bigger guys back then, so uh, I didn't get to roll with him. But he's a great friend of mine. Like I talked a lot to Mikey and uh, and uh, yeah, talked, discussed a little okay. jujitsu here and there, and yeah. So I didn't, unfortunately, didn't get the time to train with him. Next time I see him, I'm going to roll with him. Now he doesn't have any excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so you're saying that for Herbert, you think he's got to get to the over-under, which that's going to be tough against somebody like Mikey. You don't see Mikey let, letting people get him in a bad position like that very often, if ever. No, but yeah. but I don't – like that's – like how is he going to pass him? If not, it's going to leg drag him, like toss him around. But like Mikey's staying like a ball. Like there's no chance he's going to get any positionings from him. So I think the only way he can do it is like flatten him out, trying to leg weave him, like destroy his hips and like take the legs out of the game and then he can use his strength to like smash him down and then get the pass and eventually get the victory but that's not going to happen because Mikey's smarter than that like he's keeping his legs tight and he's strong so let's see All right, so how- I want to talk to uh, to- hey, my, on this one Mike sorry I want to ask Tommy on this because he's probably the most knowledgeable dude in, in this whole conversation on the Burambolo like it seems like the it seems like the, the common defense for Burambolo is to dive to the dive to the foot or dive to the knee um, but in this case, and that's what Irvers is really strong at. But since Mikey's legs are a lot shorter, Tommy, do you think if that becomes a plan where Irvers starts to attack the legs because of the frame and because of the distance, um, it opens up the back a lot more for Mikey to kind of catch it once he starts to go for the foot? Yeah, maybe. But uh, like, uh, he just has to sh- like if he's gonna do it, like he has to be really, really quick. Like, like you said, his le- Mikey's legs are shorter, so and. He's so much bigger, so it takes longer time to get close to his... Uh, to his. Uh, so isolating his knee in that sense is going to be hard. But you never know. Like, Herbert's explosive, and he can get position. As you see, like uh, like uh, Michael said, like his pass from the, uh, from the from the open guard jumping to mount. Like, he does stuff like that. He, that's how he catches people. Like, he catches people off guard. So as long as Mikey keep composed, like, he's, I think Mikey's going to do great. All right, all right. So you guys ready to move on to pans? Yeah, let's dive For into sure. some pans talk before we get too far ahead of ourselves. Here. Uh, be- before we get into uh, pans, Tommy, you're you're still undecided on your participation this year. Is that that true? Yeah, yeah. I I got a after Europeans. Uh, I took a week off, and uh, in the weekend I uh, took a party, and then on the Monday uh, I woke up with my my hip all fucked up, and turns out I had a herniated disc and inflammated. Uh, Inflammated nerve root, Oof. something. Oh shit! So, feel yeah. better though so I lost, uh, like, on uh, the mend or yeah, still kind of... yeah, like from from not uh, being able to walk five meters to uh, now finally be able to train. I feel great. Like I'm back in jujitsu, but only like uh, like certain areas I can work. Like some some stuff are still hard to do because of the back, but like uh, I'm getting there. It's going uh, overall expectations really. Like uh, walking, taking hikes, training doing recovery so very nice. way. well if you guys do decide to register you got to do it quick uh today march 10th <laughs> is the deadline so keep that in mind there what 
Yeah, tonight. Tonight, I'm, I'm, deadline today. <laughs> tonight at midnight. Yeah. Tonight yeah. at midnight. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Pa- <laughs> go ahead and ponder that as this conversation rolls on. But let's dive in. Maybe we should. Yeah. Should we start with Tommy's division? We can make maybe maybe decide if you want to want to yeah, do let, this. Let's talk about Tommy's division a little bit. <laughs> have, you, have, have you checked? The regi- <laughs> have you have you checked the registrations at all, Tommy? Have you looked at them? Yeah, I'm looking at them now. Yes. Yeah, you, you got your longtime uh, rival there. Zaki is signed up. We Tinoco. have Ronaldo Jr. Tinoco's in there. Tinoco, uh, yeah, John so. Combs, Servio Tulio, Otavio oh, Souza. Man, this is a good division. Otavio Souza, Iago yeah. Souza, Felipe Cesar Silva. <laughs> man, you guys going to get my back even more fucked up from this. Uh, <laughs> 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 Let's talk a little yeah, bit like, about, uh, about uh, Zaki. I mean, you've you've had some really close battles with him. You had, of course, the the world's final with him, Europeans final. You're you're right there on the cusp. You know, what, what's it like to have a rival like that? That must be super motivating, um, and also also kind of challenging, right? It must be frustrating in some ways too. How do you how do you feel about that relationship with with Isaac? It's uh, like uh, I've had rivals uh, rivalries before. I had Espen, I had Max, I had, like, now it's Isaac. So, like, uh, it's good to have a rival. Like, me and you talked about a chase, like, uh, right. yeah, yeah. previous interview. Like, uh, like it just keep like keeps me motivated. Like, it's nice to see that uh, he's doing so good because I know I'm close to beating him. Like, I'm I'm right there. Like, I know I'm going to beat him at next time I fight him. So, uh, it just keeps me motivated and keeps me focused to have a rival that I want to beat. And... Uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna play out a different uh, different way this time. So, who who would you so, think yeah. uh, if you and if saying you and Espen aren't involved, if you guys don't go, who who out of these? There's a lot of names in there in the middle. Who would you be looking at as the favorite? Would it be Izaki? Yeah, like is uh, is Gabriel in it? Gabriel's not in there. No, make it. No, he's not in there. Um, now you guys are you guys yeah, are supposed I to think... start from fe- you guys are supposed to start from feather. So Tommy has time to think of this stuff. You guys, you guys are off. <laughs> you need some time to process. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm good. Uh, I, I think I think yeah, it's gonna. It depends. It depends on the draw. I think it's uh, like because the draws like uh, they're a little bit weird sometimes. So uh, for sure, Isak is gonna make it to the final. But who he fights depends depends on the draw. Yeah, uh, and. I think it would be fun to see um, to see uh, Isaac versus uh, what? Um, what's his name again? Um, Ronaldo. Yeah, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yeah. Yeah, that would be fun to see. But I think Isaac's going to take. It. It's the same going up, getting into that deep, going up for the single, taking yeah. him down. It's going to be the same thing as always. Saki's such a great tactician, and like he keep, yeah, like you said, he keeps it simple. Yeah. He's got he's got very few moves that he does, but he does them good, right? And he, and he knows, yeah, he just knows like Roger Gracie said right now. So, like just keeping it simple, plain and easy, just getting up, getting it down, very easy. But that makes it more easy for me to break it down as well. When next time I fight him, because I already know what he's gonna do, and uh, <laughs> I've met it before, so like, <laughs> gotta stay fresh, you know. How's about see- how's about seeing a fight versus Izaki and Guterri? That should be a nice fight. To watch if they meet up. I think I I know I've trained a lot with Gutierrez. Uh, I w- when I was uh, um, when I've been to the states. So um, I I think uh, I think Isaac's gonna take him. 
And Gutierrez is good, but I think he's still pretty fresh to to the black belt level. And Isak is he's strong. Like he's he's solid when it comes to competing. Um, so I, if they fight, I, uh, for sure Isak's going to take it. Uh, Tommy, what do you think about Ronaldo? Because obviously he's somebody a lot of people were looking at going into uh, into Euros, but you stopped him there in the semis of the triangle. How do you think he uh, fares at uh, Pants? Because a lot of times you see guys, they stumble in their first one or two black belt tournaments, and then all of a sudden they turn it on and they beat everybody up at, at one. How do you think Ronaldo uh, fares here at this tournament? For like, sure, if he, he's going to do good. Like, he's going to do really good, I think. Uh, like, And I think it's like... Uh, People are a little bit hyped up about him as well because they've seen like he's been crushing people in brown belt and the way he passes is so explosive and like a lot of people they have shit guards and they don't know how to use their guards so like just by one leg drag you've already passed and that that's what Ronaldo does and uh, like when you saw when he fought me like he couldn't leg drag my legs because they were glued to the hip and that's when the problem comes and uh, so I don't know like. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he, how he develops into the black belt level. Yeah, because there's some vets here he could come across, like Tinoco or Octavio Souza, which, I mean, yeah. those guys are some serious veterans of the game. Yeah, I think that he's, to be honest, I think he's going to have some problems with uh, uh, Tinoco, like the, the, the people that like to like sh- kind of slow down the fight, like you're fighting in... Uh, the fighting in uh, kind of like everything's going a little bit slow. They're controlling the pace of the fight. And since Ronaldo is so explosive, uh, I think uh, that's going to cause some problems for him. Um, but yeah. Ricardo, who's your champ? I got to see the brackets. I got to see the brackets. Come on, yeah, guys. Yeah, I got to see you. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Dark like, Horse Tommy, is Tommy, hands, I think. Is come on, Tommy, Tommy pretty much said the same thing in his, you know, in his yeah. own way. But before we get to that, real real quick, Tommy, you're fighting at BJJ Stars next month as well, right? Is it against yeah. Izaki? Against Izaki, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, all right. Exactly. So for you, for you people in uh, – the good old United States, Canada, and Mexico. You can watch Tommy versus Izaki at BGJ Stars. Tell them a little bit about BGJ Stars, uh, guys. It's a pretty big event. Yeah, I mean, we just got, the, like you said, the uh, rights to stream in North America, uh, United States, Mexico, Canada. It's a crazy event. It's got like 15 really good matches on there. Uh, I don't even know how they're going to organize this thing. Obviously, I think Marigali versus Kaino will be the main event. But, I mean, every other match basically could be a main event somewhere. If you guys haven't looked it up, it's, pr- it's pretty insane. Got Leandro versus Wardzinski. Uh, Felipe Pena is on there, I believe. Uh, Fion is there. Gilbert Burns. Herbert is on as well. It's, it's a huge card. There's there's 20-plus, you know, main event fights on that. Tommy, you ever been to Sao Paulo before? Oh, we might have lost Tommy there. It looks like uh, he's frozen. Uh-oh. All right. Mike well, Boyd all Go I'll ahead. answer that for him. I'll answer that for him. Yes, he has been to Sao Paulo. He actually fought a Copa Podio in the same venue, Hebraica Academy in uh, Sao Paulo, Hal, Hal Teague. And uh, I was there as well. It was a few years back, and that was when Espen fought as well. So Tommy's no stranger to the Paulistas. He'll be doing just fine over there against the Zakians at BGJ Stars. Going to be a fun one to watch for sure. Let's talk uh, BJ Stars a little bit until we get him to call back in. Let me let me pull up the uh, the the matches. I mean, I mean, Could I, con- that's a better idea because I haven't really looked at the pans brackets all that close. So thank you, Mike. <laughs> the uh, the they have. I mean, Kynan versus Marigali. 
I mean, that's one everybody wants to see after Spider, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who else we got going there? Herbert uh, is back. Herbert is. We got Hamilo Bahal in the card as well. Um, Who's Hamilo fighting? He's Claudio Calasan. Claudio Calasan. Bruno Malfasini is taking on Tomoyuki. Um, Devante versus Patrick Gaudio is a crazy match as well. Uh, they got an OG match in there too. They got the Battle of the Legends. Yuki they Nakai. got Marcus Barboza yeah. versus Yuki Nakai. That's a good one. <laughs> that, that's a wild match. Uh, Marco uh, Barbosa just took it to, um, uh, oh my God, to Megaton at Megaton. Masters Worlds. That was a crazy match if you guys haven't seen that one. So they have two uh, rematches from Spider. You have Argus versus Levi and Kynan versus Marigali. Those are really interesting ones. Uh, obviously, Kynan and Levi came out on top last time. You got. Rematch from the World Final where Felipe Pena fought Burginia. That's another match on there. Tommy versus Zaki. Lowe versus Wardzinski. You know Lowe wants that one after Wardzinski choked him last year at Pans. Fion versus Basilio. Yeah, a lot of grudge matches on these things. A lot of people who've gone back and forth with each other. Uh, Also, uh, Gabriel Arges versus Levi Jones-Leary. Another rematch. Um, Levi took it to, to Gabriel at Spider back in November. So that, yeah, there's a lot of storylines, a lot of intermixing uh, matches and athletes here that uh, we're very excited to have streaming on Flow Grappling on April 25th for our Tomorrow. fans in Canada, United States, and Mexico. Don't right, forget so. the uh, the queen. Of, hold on, the queen of the armbar is fighting in there. Tamara Silva. Uh, I can't remember her opponent, Ooh. but she, she's in there as well. Sabbath. Tamara Silva. Yeah, Barry. You know, you're you're not really new to the. You don't really stay in touch with the new generation, but you gotta. You know her. You, you know her, Bear. At the, you gotta start looking at the brown belts, Bear. Come on, it's all about the Bushesha's and Lows and Lefries. You gotta get your eye on the ground a little bit more. Okay? I think Come she. On. Yeah, I think yeah. she goes by Tamara Ferreira. She's a Cicero Costa girl. You know her, uh, Bear. You know she. Until, uh, until Sears tells me that she's legit, I'm not believing anything you say, Ricardo. <laughs> hey. No, yeah, she's good. <laughs> yeah. I think she won brown belt. Hey, let's jump into the bracket. Let's jump into the bracket to right. Rooster and then let Tommy come back at the end. Yeah, okay. Rooster is uh, not as exciting as it was at Euros, right? Uh, Euros was sort of crazy. We had Talison and Bruno in there. I know Talison has told me he's not doing it. Uh, Bruno, I'd imagine, is not doing it. But there's still some good guys. And here's a few ranked guys. Uh, Jonas from Cicero has dropped down to Rooster, as I thought he was going to do. You got a couple of Japanese guys from Triforce, Koji and Nobuhiro. Kleber Souza, I believe, might have won this bracket last year at Pans. Bebeto Oliveira, uh, Livio Hibero. There's some good guys. Uh, but, yeah, it's not nothing too crazy. I think I'd go with Kleber. Uh, anything you guys like out of Rooster? Lacking star power at the moment. Hopefully yeah, somebody so jumps in there. Yeah, there's, nobody in the, there's, like, nobody in the division. It's wide open. Like, anybody yeah. can go in there and win it. Like, literally, there's nobody in the division. We shouldn't even be talking about it. I think, really, like, Kleber <laughs> and, and Jonas are probably the favorites. But, literally, it's... Let's not pretend like it's even really a division right now because there's nobody yeah. even fighting in it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to follow Bears' lead here. Just I, moving along I here think Light, Light Feather. Light Feather is yeah. sort of the same situation right now. Uh, Let's see. Who's in Light Feather? Um, I'm liking Diego Batista. Yeah. Like he's a front runner. Yeah, Pato. Uh, and Hiago George. But Malachi is also in there from TLI. Malachi pa- is Pato and class. Yeah, it's looking like Cicero, guys. Pato and Hiago George. Malachi is in there. Uh, Pedro Diaz. Yeah, same thing. The division's the division's wide open. This is like fighting like a Long Beach Open or something. It shouldn't even really count as like a Pan Am Championship <laughs> because there's nobody even fighting. Like, let's be honest. Let's not yeah. try and pretend like you're a Pan Am champion. There's nobody in your division. Yeah, you, know, you never like know. It's a Long Beach Open or Nashville Open. Joao Miao might slide in there, but it, uh, 
A lot okay. of the good guys, a couple of the good guys from here moved up to Feather. Let's get to Feather. Featherweight's pretty crazy. Yeah, Featherweight's and nuts. Who's the favorite for, who's the favorite who's the fa- favorite for Light Feather? Maybe Diego, maybe uh Diego Oliveira? Diego uh yeah, Diego Pato or Iago George closeout would have to be yeah, what I would that's, yeah, that's sure. what I would be calling. Yeah. Uh yep. I agree. Featherweight. Isaac Doderline coming off of his uh Euros victory. Kennedy Kennedy Massiel is in there. Gianni Grippo slid in. He wasn't in there last time I checked. So you got those three oh, guys yeah. in the line. Gianni is new. Okay. Mat- Mateus Gabriel is in there. Alex Sadre Ad- is in there. Sodre. Jam- Jamil Hill-Taylor is in there. Jamil. Silvio Duran. Gabriel Souza. Gabriel Souza as well. Yeah. So it's, I mean, there's a bunch of really good guys we haven't mentioned either. Who's the I mean, pick? It's a huge. Who wins it? I mean, Let's get you straight got- to the point. All right, got to go. I, you got to lean towards Mateus Gabriel, you know, world champ. Um, but no easy task in front of him. I'm really excited to see Isaac Doderline, to be honest. I feel like uh, he's just really hitting his stride. You know, Brazilian national champion at the end of, or uh, in the middle, I should say, of 2019, European champion now. Uh, man, I mean, he looks phenomenal. But I don't know if he's got the tricks to take out Mateus Gabriel. Dude, there's, there's, I mean, Jamil, if Jamil's healthy, when Jamil was healthy last year at Pans, him and Mateus were very close. That was won by a penalty point or advantage? It was something like that, though. I think it was a penalty point at yeah. the end. Uh, so I remember being a little controversial. Uh, Jamil was not happy. Yeah, he was very, very pissed off. There's a that few match. guys that could challenge. Isaac's coming in hot. You never know with Kennedy. Uh, Kennedy, I haven't really seen him compete much. Uh, he bowed out to Isaac at Worlds. I mean, you get Mateus Gabriel's the returning champ in the world champ. You got to give it to him. But I say, if anybody's going to challenge him here, it's Jamil, Jamil or Isaac. Uh, yeah, I'm going to call Mateus Gabriel my champ. Who are you, who are you saying, Chase? Mateus is a safe bet, but uh, just to mix things up, I'm picking Doderline. Isaac Doderline. It's looking good. Uh, what do you think about this division, Bear? Uh, I'm right there with you, Mateus, and then Dark Horse, D. Jamil. Depending on if he's healthy and everything's good, I think a dark. A, if I was going to say a dark horse, I might say Gabriel Souza, who's looked good. He's moved up to featherweight and he's looked good since then. What he, he took second at Pans, right? I, I mean at Euros, he beat Gianni yes, at Euros. Correct. I don't know if he's going to pull it off against all these guys. There's some heavy hitters in this one. Ricardo, what do you think? Got my man from my house represent. Mateus Gabriel is going to take it all. I don't see a dark horse in this because I don't see the bracket, but I got I'm confident in my boy Mateus Gabriel. Boom. Man. Boom, boom. All right. Uh let's skip uh lightweight. I want to hear Tommy uh advice uh opinion on that when he gets back because it's uh got some good Baron Boro okay. guys in there. We already talked middle. Uh let's skip medium heavy too, because I want to talk low being there with him. Heavyweight is sort of interesting. Heavyweight's a decent bracket. Uh, Keenan, I think, is not going to get in. He said he's uh, opening up his gym and working on that. You got Roberto in there. I mean, Roberto's been on a tear. He lost the Hulk, but he's beat some really good guys. Uh, Trator is in there, who we just talked about for Fight to Win. Uh, Fernando Hayes. Jackson Souza. Jackson Souza. This dude, uh, Gabriel Oliveros from Mario Hayes. He won Brown Belt Worlds last year. Wardzinski. Felipe Trovo is another guy Spriggs. that's a bit of a sleeper. Spriggs. Yeah. Man, this is uh, I think it's it's wide it's open. open. It's kind of it's kind of like wide open. It's wide yeah. open. It is. All right, Bear. Who 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 you got here? Who's your favorite? Just looking at the list. Uh, right. I don't know the health of everybody, but um, I would really say like, I think since there's nobody in here, I think Jackson's a favorite. Of course, I think Adams right there, but 
dark horses, I think Roberto and uh, Spriggs are, they can, they can come in and start like doing some damage in the division, you know, but I think it's Jackson's division since there's no other favorites in here for, for heavy, you know. I'm going to picture tour. I'm going to say Vinicius Ferrer takes this thing. I think IBJJF, he's so good. I think he's sort of had a, he's ready, he's ready to break out. I mean, he, he killed it at the color belts at Purple and Brown, I think, this year at Black, but he's going to be doing pretty well. And with no Leandro, no Pergisa, no Kynan in there, it is pretty wide open. Uh, I like Roberto's chances. You never know. Roberto can always show up and tap everybody in the bracket. But I think Chator might sh- shut him down strategically. What do you think, Chase? Man, I'm liking Roberto's odds in this. You know, yeah, he had a, a close loss to, to uh, Hulk just recently, but Hulk's a huge, strong dude. And um, I don't know, Roberto's just so dynamic. I think he could put a lot of guys on the back foot and he can just push the pace because he's so young. Um, I could see him outworking some of these guys and, and really making uh, an impact on the division. I'm, I'm going to call him as, as my favorite for the division. Maybe not the front runner. I don't know if that's an obvious choice, but I think he uh, he could get it done. Ricardo, you picking Tex Johnson? <laughs> uh, man, I like I like Trator in this, and uh, I think uh, I think Spriggs is going to come in heavy for this, so watch out. Can't wait to see Roberto, but uh, I think Roberto, I mean – Either it's going to be his, you know, his year or not. It's going to take a little bit of time to adjust. A lot of top level black belts, even you know Andre Galvão, a lot of top guys up once they're they could be amazing brown belts, but that first year black belt, it's a little bit of an adjustment period sometimes. So I think that's where the more experienced guys are going to kind of uh, dominate those divisions at the, at the highest level. So I'm thinking guys like Spriggs, Trator, you know, you're going to see those names do some do some damage there for sure. Yeah, this one's really up for grabs. Uh, Felipe Trovo is another guy I would list as a dark horse here. And let's not forget, we haven't mentioned Arnoldo Maidana as another tough guy. Yeah, tough, yeah. tough. Right. All right, super heavyweight. Wait, did you guys skip medium heavy for some reason? Or? Yeah, I wanted to did wait. I, I want to hear Tommy. I want, I want to talk lightweight and medium heavy with Tommy when he gets back, if he gets okay, back. Okay, fair enough. Uh, super heavyweight. We got Gaugio, Mega Gaugio is up to super heavyweight. He did switch. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't heavy, and he moved up to super heavy. Herbert Santos, representing Guigo now, no, no longer Esquadron. Herbert is in there. And Felipe Andrew. Those got to be the three. I mean, this is – when you're talking dream matches, like I'm going to write a dream matches article, Herbert versus Felipe Andrew is one I want to see. That's a match that's going to yeah. end in a submission. There's no way that match goes 10 minutes. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. So what do you uh, – Barry, you, okay, you're looking forward to that one. What do you think about that matchup if it does happen? Um, I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Philippe Andrew by triangle, Philippe Andrew by triangle, you know? Um, but I think Philippe Andrew wins this whole division. That's, that's my pick. Yeah. I mean, he split with Gaugio, uh, Gaugio tapped him at euros and then Felipe uh, tapped Gaugio at uh substar. So that'd be an interesting little rubber match there between them. Uh, he's gotta be the favorite. He's been, uh, He's sort of hot or cold, but if he he's he's like another Roberto. If he gets going, he can tap anybody. Yeah, you got you got to take Felipe Andrew, in my opinion. What do you think of Chase? Mm, Felipe Andrew seems to be the smart choice, most consistent competitor. Um, I guess along with Patrick Gaudio, another another very uh, winning athlete there. I'm liking Herbert though, getting um getting back in the mix in the IBJJF tournaments. This is his first major, I believe, since uh, all the hoopla last year. So that should be fun to see. I'm sure he's very fired up to to get back there and take it to these guys. Uh, I hope Patrick Gaudio Herbert goes down. You know that that to me is just a fun match. 
But uh, like you said, Felipe Andrew has got to be the favorite. I think um, this could be his year. It couldn't be a breakout year for Felipe Andrew. Um, but we'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to seeing how that bracket looks. All right, Ricardo, you got Herberth, Felipe Andrew, or Gaudio? I think uh, I think Felipe Andrew. I don't I don't know how Herbert's going to do. This is one of his first IBJJF tournaments in a long time. Um, you know, Gaudio. I, I could see Felipe winning this. Gaudio second. And uh, don't count out Gerard Lipinski, the Polish uh, worm rider. I think he's going to pull out some tricks and do pretty good in this division too. I've been been watching his game for a while, man. That guy's good. So uh, I think he's people in this division. All right, ultra heavy is uh, it's a lot better than it was at Euros. You got some yeah, names in sure. there: Louise Panza, Joao Gabriel Hosha, uh, Tanner Rice is in there again. I don't know why he's still at ultra heavy. Uh, Max Jimenez, Evangel- Ricardo Evangelista, Tigrone, who won Euros, is in there. Igor Schneider, Victor Hugo's in there, and then Chase's boy, uh, Otavio Naladi, is in there. That's right. Represent. This is a, this is a pretty good Nalati division. gang. Yeah, I. Uh... Yeah, it's, good. it's a good division, guys, but come on. Let's call it like it is. Victor Hugo. Victor think... Hugo. Victor Hugo shocked the world, beat Marigalia, who's number one, and he's going to do it again in California at Pan Ams. I'm calling it right now. Victor Hugo's the man. You uh, you think he's slow uh... down, slow down. You're just saying that because Bouchesh is not in the division. Everyone wants to be a champion, and but once the the champions in the division, everyone has to be a Long Beach Open champion. That's that's real talk. What about uh, Joao Gabriel Hosha? You think he's that? You're picking Victor Hugo right over him that uh, confidently, Ricardo? Vic- Joao Gabriel Hosha is the man. He's a tough sob, but Victor Hugo, it's his year. I'm telling you, he's got the style. He's better looking than anybody. He's better dressed. He's got it all. He's going to go out there. He's going to shock the world again. It's going to be the year of Victor Hugo. You heard it first. So you're also picking Victor Hugo. Come on, Hugo's, guys. Look at the, that. The most handsome. Look at, look, at, look, at that, look, look at that series. Like, Ricardo, he, like, can you even understand what he just said? He just said that Victor Hugo is going to beat Jal Gabriel. Like, come on, dude. Like, you can't I'm even believe this you. guy anymore. Like, I'm telling like, you. I'm like, telling for you. For real. Like, serious. Like, Victor Hugo is, like, the most talented kid in the whole world. He just beat Mergali. Like, he's super good. Like, let's not, like, say it. But Jal, okay. Jal Hosha, like, matchup-wise, like, you match up Jal Hosha with anybody. Like, Victor Hugo's never, ever fought a guy like Jal Hosha. He's, like, the smartest dude in, like, ultra heavy. Jal Gabriel will beat Victor Hugo at this in this bracket. I'm calling Jal Gabriel as the favorite, and then everybody else is kind of like right under them. Victor Hugo, Pons is back in the mix, but that's, you know, Joe All I know is you got to watch out when Ricardo starts rapping his answers. You know it's going to be a, a wild pick. So <laughs> Victor's got to be careful with Louise Panza too. Uh, Victor likes 50-50. Louise Panza's dangerous yeah. from there. If he gets in yeah. the- I, I, I honestly think I honestly think if Panza and Victor Hugo match up, Panza will uh, match up get great against him. I think Ponzo will beat Victor Hugo just because they match up so well versus each other, you know. So, but Joe Gabriel is the favorite of the division. I mean, that's just what the, that's just what the division is calling a spade for a spade, you know. Yeah, uh... Joao Gabriel has the most experience. He has the most titles. He's the man, and I think it's going to be a tough fight. But I'm calling it right now. I think Victor Hugo is going to do it, and I'm willing to change the rules of the who's number three matchup if he wins. If you prove me wrong, Bear. We'll change the rules to favor you, but that's another podcast for another time. Let's continue the bracket. What do you got, Reese? What do you got? What do you got? What do you got, Sears? I got, Joel, got I got Joel Gabriel as well. I mean, I think Joel, like you said, I don't think uh, Victor Hugo has had a test at Ultra Heavy. Like Joel Gabriel is a huge dude. 
great competitor. I mean, he's had some clo- ma- close matches with Buchecha. He beat Buchecha at BJ Stars. A lot of people don't remember. Uh, I'd have to go with uh, Joao Gabriel. It's going to be a close one, though. Victor Hugo's guard so good. I don't see it getting passed uh, besides by anybody besides Buchecha. But I'm going to go with Joao Gabriel there. I like Victor Hugo, but we're running low on time here, folks, and we should get to those big divisions. Uh, shout out to Norway's internet. Rest in peace, Tommy Langacker. I think his phone might have died. His uh, phone might have died. Medium, uh, yeah, we got about 15 minutes, so medium heavy. Middleweight. Middleweight, right? Or we went to middle. We already did middle, so medium heavy. Medium heavy. The big news here is Leandro is at medium heavyweight. Huge news. First Dude, time since 2016. I'm excited. I was a big. I, I was always a big Leandro fan, and I think my favorite era of Leandro was medium heavyweight Leandro. I think that was when he was at his best. Seems like when he went up to heavy, super heavy, he started, started slipping a little bit. Uh, I'm excited to see him uh, a little bit more slim down. Maybe his, maybe this will help his cardio problems that he's been having. It seems like cardio has well, been I mean, an issue dude, for him. I, well, car- cardio has to be an issue, dude. If you're fighting like open class every single tournament and you're like – you're like you're like fighting like 300 pound guys, dude. Like I think like I think you guys are like like you're saying too. So there's like, Leandro hasn't been at this weight in forever, and watching 20, him at this weight before, he used to destruct guys, like destroy guys like crazy. So yeah, he was untouchable. He's gonna kill everybody. Uh, He's gonna got, kill everybody. That's also in there. You got Mateus Denise in there. Gabriel Almeida. Uh, Himmar. You got Himmar. Orlando Montero. Jake Watson. There's uh, Hibamar and Murillo are in there, but I don't think either one of them will fight Leandro. I got a feeling that's a closeout if they meet each other. Uh, Devontae Johnson. I, I got two say- Canadian boys, Amir Yafawi and Nathan DeSantos from Jiu-Jitsu for Life. Look for those guys to do some good in that division. But, man, I'm, I'm telling you what, guys. Versus, I, I, versus I, Leandro? Versus Leandro? They're going to do good versus Leandro? Huh? What are you I trying to do? do a, are you doing charity runs here for your country? Like, they might be good at jiu-jitsu, but that's like me saying somebody from Guam is going to, like, do, give a good run to, like, Leandro Lowe. Ricardo, come on. You, y'all, y'all don't know the strength of Amir Yafawa. You're going to see it over there. You never never say never. That's all I can say. Amir is a strong man, and his jiu-jitsu is good. Just beat Megaton Diaz a few weeks ago. Don't count the boy out. But I, I really like Hibamar in this Tommy. division. Murillo's in this division. Oh, he's Tommy back. back. <laughs> he's back. Tommy. <laughs> Tommy. Just make your, Sorry, make your kick, that. Ricardo. Hurry Sorry, up so Tommy can talk. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about no, that. no, no. Let let Tommy back on the mic. I'll, I'll, let me analyze a little bit more here. Go ahead, Tommy. Tom, Tommy, what do you think about Amir Yafawi at medium heavyweight? Do you think he beats Leandro Lowe or not? I didn't say oh, that. Man. I just said he's going to give oh, people hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're talking uh, Leandro Lowe's move, Tommy. <laughs> uh, his choice to move back down to medium heavy. What do you, what do you think about that choice? Uh, I think it's good for him. I think it was too heavy, getting too slow, and too, yeah, not Leandro Lowe. Yeah, Tommy, so, do you agree with me that medium heavy Leandro was the best version? We've seen several different yeah. Leandro Lowe's. Uh, the lightweight was uh, was pretty fucking exciting as well. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. But he got too big, too slow. His style doesn't fit. So I think Bear makes a great point. You know, the fighting absolute every time that that has to take a toll on you. I kind of overlooked that, but that's doubling your matches up. You know, I, I think maybe he just focuses on his weight class. That that could be a game changer for him and, and bring him back into form. I hope so. I think he re- I think he runs this division this year. I mean, he's got uh, his old student who he gave a black belt to, Braginia, in in the mix there. Not for this tournament, but eventually, and then Hulk probably. But if he just focuses on this division, I could see Leandro running things at medium heavy this year. Yeah. Who's uh? Who do you guys, guys think is guys, Leandro's toughest match? Hold on. at pants. I gotta say, you got forgot you forgot one guy, 
Murillo. Murillo Santana's in this division. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can never count on Murillo. The thing that is weird with this division is Murillo, Hibamar, and Leandro are all registered as different teams, but I don't think any of those three fight each other. We'll see. We'll see. We'll I see. Mean, but, man, Murillo could give anyone the fits, so – yeah, we'll see, man. It's gonna be a tough one. This is a Tommy, tough Tommy, bracket. Tommy, do you get Tommy? Do you got low for that this whole division? Do you see him wrecking everybody because he's back down in weight or what? I don't know. Like, uh, I th- like the last fight he had with uh, with uh, what's uh, what's his name? The guy from Atos, uh, yeah, Batista. Oh, Batista. Last time and he BJ fought Stars, Batista. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was really close. He was yeah. doing, and uh, yeah, it was a good fight. So maybe Batista, I think, and he knows his game so well. I think he's gonna. Sure. Batista's been on a tear as well, so I don't count count Batista out for the, that fight. Yeah. So I think. But he's, he's not in the division right now. Fight, if, he's not signed up for the division. Oh, he's so not far. in division. Not no, not ah, yet. Okay. He could jump in later today. Right now, you got Mateus Denise is in there. Hibamar, Jake Watson, Orlando Montero. Yeah, I don't think Jake's ready for that. Hey, Jake Watson's doing things. Yeah, Jake Watson, look out. He's doing no, things. No, so no Braguin no in the division? Who wins? Who wins? No Braguin in the division? Who wins, Tommy? Leandro. It's on a, a hard division to call. I, because it's hard to say because Leandro, like, he hasn't fought in that division for a while. So, and... like, and he's, Who's the he's favorite? If you're a betting man, if you had to pick on any of these guys and not see the, <clears> not see the, the brackets. I would have to say, uh, who the f- uh, yeah, I have to take Leandro because I haven't looked really too far into it. So I think I think Leandro's going to take it if he's if he's the same Leandro as he's been, like, uh, and he doesn't do absolute. So, oh yeah, it's the day after there. No, it's the day before, right? Yeah, it's the they day before. Yeah, they do it the day before there as well. Yeah, then uh, if he if he does open weight, I don't think he's going to do good. If he does uh, only the division, yeah. then I think he's going to win. What about Hibamar, dude? Don't forget how how good Hibamar looked at uh, yeah. at Euros. He didn't give up a point. Remember, he did something crazy. He outscored. It was like know, 38 or 39 to zero. Yeah, and I think he won yeah. by submission in the finals. He looked really good at Euros. Uh, Mateus Denise yeah. is somebody who can always come out and beat anybody. I was calling it the year of the Heba, but this kind of throws me off. You know, he would have been maybe my favorite for this division until Leandro appeared because this does throw into question <laughs> the, the closeouts um, potentially happening there. Sure. I'd love to see them fight, but they're good friends with a long, yeah. long history. I don't think oh, that will yeah, happen at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't think they're going to gonna close out. I think they're going to fight whether or not it's going to really? be the fight that we want to yeah. see. That's another question, but I think they're gonna fight. They, haven't really been, they haven't really been they haven't really been training that much together. I mean, everybody's friends these days in jiu-jitsu. Come on, Jay Smith, yeah. we're all friends. You're everybody's not my friend, Ricardo. You're not my friend. I know. I, I definitely know. fight you, Ricardo. Ricardo. You, you, you keep quiet over there in Huntington Beach or wherever it is you're from. You, but I'm telling you, they're all te- everyone trades with each other. So that whole that's all passe. I think what we're gonna see is we're gonna see Leandro and Hibamar in the finals. And I think Hibamar is going to take it, and I think Leandro is oh, wow. going to shock the world. I think I think Leandro, the old Leandro, is going to come back, but he's just going to be a step too late, and and Hibamar is going to make it. We're going to see. You. That's my prediction for this Pan American Championship twenty twenty. Tommy, Tommy, before Tommy, before we jump to the next division. Ricardo also said Victor Hugo is going to smash on uh, Jao Gabriel. What do you think of that? I didn't say smash. I, I said th- win. Think, There's a big I, difference. I think that's legit. That's legit. 
Thank you Joao very Gabriel. much. <laughs> I, I think Joao is too slow. Look at Bear's face. For, uh, Victor Bear's Hugo. Face. Wow. He's a shocked bear, that's for sure. Maybe with Victor Hugo shocked the world. Yeah, all like, right. Uh, like, uh, Joao is good and all that, but like I think Victor is. Uh, I fought Victor, and like he's a. Uh, He's not like uh, uh, he's not like the other big guys. Like he he has this like long body, you know, like uh, long limbs, and like he's a he's a weird guy to fight, and he's moving pretty well. And um, you saw like how did, well he did against uh, Merigali, and uh, he put and he was doing good sh- uh, good shit right there. And uh, uh, yeah, I think for sure Victor is gonna win. There we go for sure. Barry, Barry, who you got? Bear, Bear, Hibimar and Low Fight, who you got, Bear? Come on, come on, come on, man. Are we even even having this conversation? Ricardo's the only <laughs> one that thinks Hibimar's gonna win. Like he's like he's the only one that thinks everyone else is gonna the Canada guy's win the Canada guy's gonna beat the other guy. I mean, like let's like don't even take him serious. Like he's just playing around. He's just here for entertainment. Dude, Low's gonna kill everybody, for sure. Hibimar's like destroyed everybody, but this is low at medium heavy. Let's let's like let's not pretend like he's gonna destroy. Even if he's older, even if he's a little slower. Like Tommy said, if he does fight open weight, we're having a different conversation. But if Low only fights medium heavy and there's no Braguina, he's gonna smash everybody for sure. Medium. Oh medium. wait, wait. We're saying we're saying if he doesn't fight absolute, if he doesn't fight absolute, I almost agree with Bear. It'll be Low, but <laughs> Hibamar's still winning. Medium heavy has me making think making think that he might low might be a little bit more dedicated than he's been in the last couple of years. It seems like his cardio has been down. He's he hasn't he hasn't seemed like the same guy. I mean, I know Carnival just happened, uh, but I mean, apparently <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> but but uh, he uh, that means that low hasn't trained in about twenty five days. <laughs> that means low. Still that's why he made weight. Car- that's why he that's made exactly weight. why he <laughs> made <laughs> weight. Well, let's let's let's. What about what what what? what what, what if we just say this right now? If, if, if Lowe only fights middle heavyweight this this year and doesn't fight open class, do we see Lowe mopping up the whole division going all the way into world championship in medium heavy if he doesn't fight absolute? I hope so. I want a, I want a renaissance of Leandro Lowe. He's going to do like he always does. He's going to grind it out and just he's not going to smash anybody. I think he's just going to grind it out like he always does. If he takes care of he's his cardio, be there like, looking, he's gonna be there looking like he's half dead with his cardio, yeah. and then all of a sudden, pass <laughs> double leg and pass your guard in a split second, <laughs> like I did the bear in 04. So, man, low, <laughs> low is the man. If he's taking a division by no absolute, but watch out for him, Amar. Let's let's move on. All right, we got nine minutes left oh, uh, before they cut us off. This is the division I saved to talk with you, Tommy, because I want to hear your your expertise on this one because there's some good bear and bolo guys in lightweight. Uh, well, first off, I'll just run through the division real quick. You got Johnny Tommy, you got Hugo Marquez, Jonathan Alves, Jonatas Gracie, uh, Levi Jones, Leary, Hanato Canuto, Levi Jones, AJ Agazarm jumped in this division late last night. AJ, AJ Agazarm is in there. This is a good one. And AJ's uh, representing Gracie Marcio, Baha. Marcio Andre. Marcio Andre. Yeah, this, this division's crazy, man. Lucas, Lucas Valente, Leo Lara. Uh, Yep. Tommy, I want to kick it off. First off, I want to hear your opinion. Who's got the better Baron Bolo? Levi Don't or forget, John? you forgot Hanato. You forgot. You forgot Hanato Canuto. Hanato Canuto. Tommy, who's got the better Baron Bolo? If they if they double pull, Levi Jones Leary or Jonathan Alves? Who 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 comes out on top there? Uh, they have so like they have the same type of Baron Bolo, but yet so very different. 
different. Uh, I've trained with both. Uh, Jonathan has like a very basic but strong Barambolo. Like when he gets the hooks, like he gets the hooks, like he puts the little heel, he grabs your hip, like. He has good control when he's doing. Levi is more like uh, he he does the bearing bowler, but he flows a little bit more from there, and it's like he can. Cha- I think he can change more angles. So, but I think it's gonna be. I don't want to count Levi out because he always keeps uh, he keeps coming back. So, uh, uh, but I think Jonathan is gonna take it. I think Jonathan's going to Jonathan's passing stronger though, right? I mean, like Levi's yeah, yeah. hard is like yeah, Levi's more craftier, but. Jonathan's passing stronger. Yeah. yeah, I'd agree with you there yeah. on the passing. Hinato uh, Canuto, obviously Levi uh, took his back last year. Marcia Andre is in there. So wait, you forgot, to, you, forgot to, you forgot to get Tommy's pick. Tommy, who are you picking for the division? For the division? I'm picking uh, Jonathan's Gracie. Jonathan's great. That, okay, Ooh. now that, that leads me to another. He's a smart man. See, yeah. Tommy's a smart man. He, he, he's a smart that, man. That leads me to another interesting matchup that could go down. Jonathan Alves and mm-hmm. Jonathan Gracie is a hell of a matchup if that goes down. They're not the same team anymore. That, that no. can be an uh, different Jonathan's, teams now. Different Jonathan, teams now. Jonathan's Gracie is going to take it for sure. Yeah. So you're yeah, picking Jonathan's Gracie. Ooh, t- ooh, ooh. All right. Yeah. That's not a bad pick. He just won Euros. <laughs> wow. No, Don't even ask. You, don't even ask me, please. I've, I've trained <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> both of the guys. Like, uh, yeah. Jonathan, don't like. Jonathan is good. He's really, really good, and he's an up-and-comer. But I think John, uh, Jonathan's Gracie is he's a bit more like uh, he's he's uh, he can adapt to better uh, to the positioning better. I feel, and he has strong base, and he uh, he has a game plan that is good for Jonathan's Berimbolo game. Like he has good leg drags. He's tight when he's passing. He's stubborn on top. He doesn't get swept easily. And if he gets swept, he has a good guard, and so. But then again, like Jonathan has like he has a good guard, he's strong. But uh, I think Jonathan's uh, Gracie is gonna take it for sure. I think Jonathan's Gracie's strong well, for this way too. We well, uh, got Pierce. Yeah, I'm gonna go Levi. Repeats. I'm not gonna. I mean, wow. Yeah, I'm Levi. Go, I'm gonna go Levi. Repeats. I'm gonna go Levi. Pulls it off again. <laughs> Levi. Levi by advantages. I don't know, man. He t- oh he t- man, you said advantage. <laughs> Hey, he t- Levi got <laughs> skills, but he just said by advantages. I love it. He took hey, get Tommy he, on here all the time. He, could he took an A. He, be fair, he took <laughs> he, he took an out to Canuto's back in the finals last year here. So uh, yeah, he but Hanato there's is a style style again. You know, Hanato yeah, 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 fights sure. loose. Matchup wise, perfect Match-up. for yeah. it's yeah. just perfect for Levi. He just like fighting loose, doing all this crazy shit. Of course, he's gonna capitalize yeah. on it. It's uh, it's just the style. It's just uh, Canuto's never gonna beat Levi. Like you said, I though, Levi, I want, I, Levi try, I, want, I want to see Levi try that at Jonathan. Hey, that's gonna be a that would be story. different again. Then it's a different yeah. thing because Jonathan passes tight again. Like he's fighting tight, and he knows how to isolate the guard and like he making the pressure. Do you think Jonathan comes think up and Levi takes has... the advantage? Do you think Jonathan comes up for the double pull advantage and, and works his passing there, or do you think because Levi will sit? Uh, Le- we know Levi will ride yeah, out the double yeah, pull. Yeah, yeah. He, Jonathan will go up on top, isolate the hip. Yeah. Like do the leg trap, uh, the shin trap, exactly. And, like, start ice, ex- isolating it, either grabbing the pants or he's going to be grabbing the 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 gi, and then start like just making immense amount of pressure and uh, making Levi try to pose, 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 and then he's going to get an advantage. Like, uh, start passing, getting uh, getting through his hip. Bear, who you got? Who's your pick? Um, 
Hanato, baby. I'm going with Hanato. Exciting fighters. I go for exciting fighters. You know, I think, like, but I yeah. think, uh, but I think, uh, I think Tommy's right on the money. I think Jonathan really should be the, uh, uh, or Jonathan's Gracie should be like the favorite. But, uh, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick a uh, Hanato Canuto on this one. Yeah. I can't wait for the bracket in this one. There's gonna be some good quarterfinals yeah. yeah. in this bracket. There's a lot of good guys. In there. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Who's Ricardo? Let's get let's get Ricardo. Ricardo, who are you gonna pick? Otto San Diego or Otto Costa Mesa? Are those two? Um, I'm gonna go with somebody that's been training hard, doing triathlons and uh, decathlons. Mr. AJ Agazarm. He's my he's my lock. My lock. To bro, win this bro, can you pick he's my lock, R- Ricardo? <laughs> you gotta pick a guy. Come on, your professors are not gonna get mad if you don't pick your he's teammate. He's a guy. I mean, he's a guy. <laughs> no, I got. Be I mean, got John. Mean I think, one time. I pick think somebody that, that no, no, you no, want. I think. I think Jonathan Alves. I think that this is gonna be the tournament where he Ooh. he shows the world what those in the know know about him. You know what I'm talking about. And I think that that's again, again the rapping comes out, and every, everyone has, has about, about left you? bamboozled. You, you're the last person, man. We've so got four different picks so far. I, I like it, and uh, I just want to great. Call we're, out. Not all, we're finally not all agreeing on something. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want to call out the world silver medalist that we haven't talked on too much. Uh, Lucas Valente is going to be a problem for anybody. He's not, maybe not guard. maybe not the most exciting guy. A lot of his matches come down to an advantage, but I do see him making his way. through through this bracket, but I'm picking Levi to take it. I think Levi wins. We got two picks for Levi. All right, we got three minutes left. Let's go through real quick. Everybody, absolute champion. Chase, who you got? Absolute champion. I'm taking Victor Hugo double gold. How about that? How about that? All right. So, uh, Bear, who are you thinking for the absolute champ? Shit, can you come back to me? I need to process this. Go to Ricardo. Ricardo. All right. Can you guys go to Tommy? Tommy, who you got for Tommy, the absolute got, here? Nobody you wants guys, to. You guys are like, cowards, both of you. <laughs> is Felipe Andrews doing it? Felipe no, Andrews, he's yeah, he's the, he's there. Okay, uh, like it's hard to say because, like, like yeah, Ricardo said earlier, you have to see you have to see the fucking bracket to, to yeah, know yeah. who's going to win. And but like, uh, out of saying, just I think Victor Hugo is going to take it just by looking at who's in. But like, it depends on who's going to because. Yeah, I think uh, you have to wait and see the bracket to make like be hundred percent. But uh, Victor Hugo's double gold. I we got two. Well. Hey, okay. We got, we got two Victor Tommy Hugo double here. cold calls. I'm gonna get wild here. I'm gonna get crazy. Oh, oh I'm, no. I'm gonna say Roberto loses at heavyweight, runs wild, and takes the back and chokes everybody in the open class. So you're calling you're calling Roberto to lose the division oh, and make it up in absolute. Is that what you're saying? Oh, Is that what you're saying? Oh, what yeah, Roberto, Roberto running fair, wild. That's a fair he's, bet. That's a he fair gets, bet. Hey, he that's gets a on a hot bet. streak. He gets on a hot streak. He gets on people's back. It's, it's just like, he's like a honing missile, like heat-seeking <laughs> missile. When he gets going, he just finds a way to the back and chokes people. I mean, he just choked Felipe Andrew. Who do you got, Bear? You had your time. All right, I got I got this. I got my no- – Leandro Lowe wins the absolute division. Make right. the comeback ah. to the absolute division. Fair enough, fair okay, enough. Okay, okay. Right. <laughs> no. if he fights the absolute division? I, and if he doesn't fight the absolute division – Gabriel Holsha wins the absolute. You, hey, that's, you, that's you know, you, 
you know what I want with Low? Now that he's back at medium heavy, I want to see the uh, the spider guard and pant grip action again. I love that guard when he used to play yeah. that. I, ho- I hope we get some more lacing of that. Lacing up that, lacing up that butterfly, lacing up yeah. that single leg X under. Yeah. That's his shit. That's his shit. But watch, right. hey, mark my I'll words. All you guys trying to pick me. like the new brown belts to win the absolute. You guys can't do that the first year in Pan Am. So I appreciate <laughs> it. Let's give it. Let's give it to the OGs until these fools prove themselves. Like, what All are you right. gonna do? You gonna make like? Come on, go. Go, Ricardo. Ricardo, you got one minute. They're going to cut us off. You got one minute. Make your pick. I got Victor Hugo. I I think it's his. Three people taking Victor Hugo. I can believe it. I believe in Victor Hugo. (laughs) All right, guys. Pans next week. Fight to win 138 this weekend. Who's number one at the end of the month? It's a crazy month for jiu-jitsu. Tommy, thanks so much for coming on. We got to get you on again, man. You were a great guest. Yeah. Thank you. Get the Viking on. Good seeing you, Tommy. All right, Bear Ricardo. Thanks. Talk to you guys later. Later, fellas. See you next week. All right.